0: The Boston Greeks Podcast is here, and ready to bring Greekness back. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Boston Greeks Podcast. I'm Ari, hopefully a lot of you know me, maybe you don't want to know me, but maybe you do. (laughs) but either way it's me and with me is another guy you may not want to know but i love knowing him he's my friend he's my cubato he's my uh hetero life mate foti Stamos. what's up foti
1: yes, thank you so much for that great
0: introduction <laughs> the introduction of uh it's so it's so fitting <laughs> <laughs> you, when you wanna say all sorts of stuff and then you just get silly with it but uh you know it's uh this is our, this is going to be our second episode right um last week we had eric papachristo on which was great good guy uh, awesome dude yeah and, you know, it was the new year. I'm still going to say Happy New Year to everybody. Just uh, we were actually doing another podcast earlier where we were talking about uh, some hangover helpers. Uh, <laughs> so if you guys if you guys have any of that going on after your New Year's, uh, check out the Urban Wine Club uh, podcast as well. And speaking of that, I just want to mention real quick, because this is so cool, that on, on Tuesday, we're going to be... Who, what are we doing on Tuesday? So
1: we're interviewing... For our wine podcast on Urban Wine Club is we're always seeking interesting, fun guests for our wine podcast. And this one happens to be um, former NFL quarterback and former Patriot, Drew Bledsoe. (laughs) That's crazy. Who is now a founder of a winery in Washington State and actually has elevated Washington State's wine reputation and got himself on Wine Spectator's Top 100. I mean, he's doing a lot of great stuff. And thankfully, it's an honor to have him on our podcast.
0: That's so funny because, like, you could have gave me a thousand guesses about a wine podcast, and I don't know if Drew Bledsoe would have came up in any of those.
1: Right? But, uh, yeah, uh, really cool that we Yeah, that's going
0: to be awesome. So, yeah, definitely everybody out there, check it out because, you know, this is Boston Greeks, Boston Patriots, New England Patriots, Drew Bledsoe. Yeah, come on. So, yes, hang out for that. So, yeah, a lot of stuff going on. Today's episode, we have the Consul General of Greece which yeah. I think is like super cool because this dude is awesome. He is, he is a really cool dude. He's really down to earth, very approachable. Like mm-hmm. you, you could go up and talk to this guy and, you know, be like, I wish we could do this. And he's like the type of person who like, if he thinks it's a good idea, he will actually try to execute it, which he's done on many occasions with many things.
1: Absolutely. And I, and I think it's so important that over the years, you know, we've gone through so many general consoles that we've uh, ourselves have interacted with over the years and Strato In my opinion, the way I want to pinpoint this is that he gets it. Yeah. He understands what it means to actually be. Uh, that go-to person here in the Boston slash New England market for Greek Americans.
0: Definitely. And he's, yeah, he's very cool. He, the, the fact that he gets it makes a big difference in the community here in Boston, because like you said, we've, we've dealt with a lot of people do a lot of things and some people just couldn't be bothered. Some people just didn't understand. And you're like, really? Like, this is like, this should be done. And, and you know, it's just one of those things, but this guy gets it. This guy gets it. He knows what good ideas are. He knows what's good for the community. Community and he executes
1: I think you're definitely gonna uh, get to feel that uh, in the interview when you listen to Stratos and his thoughts his vision and I think also his humble appreciation to be here in Boston. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you take into consideration, Boston is such an important market overall for the Greek diaspora, where, you know, you you um, consider the industries that are here, education, science, finance, medical, um, you name it. And there's so many Greek Americans and Greeks abroad that are here, part of these different industries. You know, we're a pretty thriving market here that the world. And to have someone like Stratos understand that we have such deep roots here with some very important representatives of different industries, like we, you know, have some heavy hitters here.
0: And, you know, so we, we keep talking about uh, how he gets it. So actually, before we jump into the interview Stratos, I just wanted to talk to you about like, we're kind of, st- not kind of, we're still in a very, very, very thick of this stinking, stinking, horrible pandemic, which kind of just screwed so many things. In our send-off podcast, which the funny thing is, I don't remember if it was for Boston Greeks, Connecting Greeks, or I don't remember which podcast we were talking about. But in the send-off, we were talking about like some positive light within the pandemic. And there were a few bright spots, especially for us in our business. But so many things also got screwed up. But you know, now that we're kind of going to go through the, the worst of it, which according to many, many outlets, like this winter is going to be kind of the worst of it. And then the vaccine is going to slowly kick in the time, the, the you know, we've passed a big chunk of time with people getting it and, and getting over it and antibody building up, vaccines building up, time, you know, will, will slowly make this pass. So we're going to start kind of getting back into the swing of getting stuff ready for when we can all get together. Right. And, you know, we have so many things in store. I mean, we have wine events. We have a Greek wine gala that we're planning. We have events at like Encore. For example, which will be like concerts because we have concert. big connections. We have big connections with uh, a lot of people in uh, okay. Greece directly connected to these artists. So in the past, you have to go through kind of these middlemen. And I'm not going to be rude about it, but 99 percent of them are shysters. So it yeah. like makes the whole concert like this whole crappy ordeal. Yeah. Now yeah. we're going directly, right?
1: Yeah, because you're speaking from experience.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. And now we're going directly to the source, and we're going to bring some concerts. We're going to bring them on court places, We're going to do throwback nights to the, the heydays. And as you people who watch, pay attention to Boston Greeks, you know, we post all the old classic photo galleries. Uh, so anybody who's interested in that kind of stuff, you know, we have a lot lined up for you. So definitely. definitely, yeah, stay tuned for that stuff. We'll be, I mean, it's not coming anytime soon, but we'll keep you updated. So definitely stick around on this podcast, get the app, get all our apps, get, all, get everything we do. I mean, we're always doing various things. And, and announcing it. So it's good to stay in touch and follow us on the social medias, obviously. Without further ado, Foto, do you want to say anything more about Strato uh, before we jump into his interview?
1: I just want to actually say, you know, it's for us, it's a, it's an honor to have an an individual like Stratos here to be with us because we appreciate that he supports what we're doing. And we hope that uh, our fellow Greeks who follow us, watch our segments, you know, we're here for you and for us as a group. I think Mm -hmm. as we go through our different uh, evolutions of Greek Americans, you know, we've become a little distance over the years and we want our platforms to bring us back together. And uh, that's the reason why I think we want you to follow us, to keep us together.
0: Yeah. And we've had the the luck of experiencing the greatest of the great in Greek nightlife greek community i mean i seriously don't think there was any other time in history that was as good as what we passed in the mid early mid late 90s early 2000s mid 2000s i mean those are the best times and look at the galleries that we keep posting just so you could see i mean it was incredible we would love to get that kind of feel so, and vibe back
1: this is our contribution to keep our greek or i should say, I like say hellenic culture alive and keep us connected um you know we also have the connecting greeks podcast which you know our co-host Angelo Tarujas has been very uh, active in getting us guests so we can bring fun guests from around the world that are Greek
0: but it's yeah some some very <laughs> some very well-known guests some very popular guests uh, and and then some guests that are just out of left field that we have no idea what the hell's going on but it ends up being awesome anyway this is one of the things I really like about uh, the, the podcast with Angelo and then you and I with the Urban Wine Club and other sports stuff we do no back and down I mean it, it's everywhere so excellent let's let's get into this interview we did with the greek consul general of boston and uh, his name Foti
1: strato Strato
0: mio i always forget his last name i don't know why (laughs) (laughs) Uh, maybe tune into the other podcast to find out how to get rid of the hangover (laughs) (laughs) so anyway uh in all seriousness this is a great interview this is a fantastic person to know person who's done great things for us here so listen in here it comes
1: And now joining us, our special guest, Consul General Stratus Efremio, Mr. John Consul, thank you so much for joining us on our segment at Boston Greeks. It's a pleasure. And we can definitely go back and forth with Greek and English, right? If that's okay. Um, yeah,
0: any, anything we both feel comfortable with.
1: <laughs> I know it's a busy time for you, and it's a, it's an honor to have you spend some time with us on our segment. I'm sure there's a lot going on in your world, especially in the world in general, as we speak right now, between pandemic and elections. Yeah,
2: it, it's been a busy, uh, been a busy time. and today is an interesting day for all. We are all expecting to see what will happen, but there are some good news, regardless of of political parties for the Greek-American candidates that are, uh, you know, I I see that... uh, uh, Chris Pappas, in new Hampshire was mm-hmm. re-elected. Nicole Maliotakis was mm-hmm. elected in uh, New York. And uh, Billy Rakis and a couple of other Greek-American politicians uh, uh, are, are doing well. And uh, last week we honoured Governor Michael Dukakis with mm-hmm. uh, the most uh, special uh, right. uh, medal and award of the Hellenic Republic. And I think that it, it's important to, uh, to, you know, for anyone like you, us, to bring, to keep this community together and also for this community to be represented in the, in the, in the US uh, political uh, scene.
1: Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. We're proud to see the names that we, that scroll by as we're watching, as we were watching the elections last night. We're trying to pick out the Greek names that we can identify <laughs> uh, as we do. But, um, you have an impressive uh, background. You, you submitted to me a little bit about your history. You've been around the world. You've served in other countries as well, and you've made your way to Boston. Maybe you can give us a little bit about your your background and your travels leading up to here to the to the Boston area.
2: Yeah, I'm a. Uh... I'm a graduate of a Greek-French school and I spent uh, a couple of years at uh, Sciences Po in Paris. Sciences Po is the French Harvard. Uh, It's where the French elite uh, is studying. I was a classmate there with uh, President Macron uh, back in Uh, 2001 that was international relations politics. uh, And then I spent uh, one year and a half at the Navy. I had worked a little bit before with uh, Cathy Mereny as a freelance, freelance journalist and in 2004 I took the exams of the foreign ministry. I spent a couple of years uh, for training in the Diplomatic Academy of the Ministry uh, in uh, in Athens and then I um, I was um, assigned at the Greek Embassy in Ankara for years. At the same time, I was at the University of Ankara studying Turkey, so I'm a graduate of the University of Ankara and I have the highest degree. Greek of, of Turkeys. From Ankara, I moved to Moscow. And uh, from Moscow, I went to Athens to become the deputy spokesperson of the Greek foreign ministry. And then I replaced my boss and I became the spokesperson of the Greek foreign ministry. That was the position I was holding for coming to Boston exactly three years ago. Oh, wow. It's
1: been already three years yes like you know, right. yesterday <laughs> especially when i came to meet you at your office in the beginning stages but wow very impressive and uh do you i i, I, I want to
0: ask one question and we're going to be diplomatic about this because this is mainly a boston audience so you've been you served in ankara and moscow and other places which was your favorite and why is it boston um <laughs>
2: boston is uh probably the favorite because it has a uh, but Well, I, I, I'm going to be undiplomatic. <laughs> uh, having dealt with all the core issues of Greece, Cyprus issue, the Macedonian issue, all the decisions. I was in the decision making process for a couple of years in, in, in Greece and I said okay now I'm going to Boston to become the consul general I'm not going to deal obviously with Turkey and Erdogan as I, I, I used to deal there you know I had the hope that it wouldn't be boring and it <laughs> uh, and actually it proved to be the most interesting and compelling experience I've had so far because first you are what we call in diplomacy chef de post you are the head of mission so you have the opportunity to interact with anyone who you want and and this could be, you know, the great representatives of our diaspora, diaspora, but also, you know, people from the innovation circles, from business, from culture. So, and also, you are master of your time. This is very important because you can pick up the three, four, five causes you want to serve. And focus on these ones. And I I can say that, you know, even if they told me tomorrow that, you know, you have to go to another posting, I can say that I have accomplished a couple of things, such as the renovation of the building of the Consulate General of Greece in Boston, mm-hmm. the, the donation and the installation of the permanent exhibition of Robert McCabe's black and white vintage uh, photos of uh, Greece. So I have made the consulate permanent museum of uh, black and white uh, photographs of Greece. This is an exhibition is now quite a, has a value. These are historic photos from 1954, and then I worked a little bit on uh, on other issues, continuing, for example, with the Alpha Omega Council, Mm -hmm. Boston Marathon Read Ceremony, and the educational initiative, and many other uh, things. If there is one thing uh, that I have supported a lot, I think, because it makes sense if you are in Boston, is you know an initiative around innovation. Around 15 people from the innovation uh, world, top. Uh, greeks greek americans from mit from harvard from the from business from even from greece and we it's called the Hellenic Innovation Network. And we have been trying to mentor Greek uh, uh, Greek or Greek-American start We create networking opportunities. And so far, we have organized events that are quite high level. I mean, we had Nicolas Negroponte at MIT Media Lab with 250 persons. We had the founder of Kayak, Paul English, speaking to Greek entrepreneurs at Kayak, 200 persons, and so on. So you know there are a couple of things you know if you if you say yes to everything at the end you don't do anything but mm-hmm. if you focus somehow uh, you can really have some results and i'm really excited to be serving the, the greek american and the greek community of boston because it's it's such a special community yeah
0: and we're very happy to have you somebody who actually wants to get stuff done and and see better for the community we thank you for that
2: now, it has been a pleasure and it has been uh, one of the i had I had a good time both in Moscow and in Ankara and made friends different experiences but uh, there isn't a place that I have made so much so many friends like Boston and that I have done things that have that may have impact I think that they have I mean I think that you know when you renovate the building of the consulate and which is the window shop of Greece then i think it's a it's quite important so you know so many so many nice things so uh, you know at the same time promoting food wine i remember when we came with the previous uh, greek ambassador to, to dc to attend an event that thought is had organized at legal seafoods, and the ambassador told me, "Wow, that's a that's a high-level wine event of the kind of events that we don't really uh, see in the Greek American community." And I think this is something that you know we we need to continue, and uh, uh, and hopefully in the next year we will have a vaccine and we will go back to our lives and we will be able to go out and consume <laughs> this beautiful nice wine.
1: Yeah. I, I agree with you that uh, we have definitely the resources, the opportunities to really elevate ourselves and put ourselves in arenas or forums that pushes us outside of the, you know, the, um, unfortunately, the classic, you know, Greek circle that keeps us um, from getting to a point where we're recognized by others. And why can't we have high-level events at Legal Seafoods? Why can't we have high-level events at the at Boston Symphony and so on and so on, where we have the opportunity? I think we just have to execute this and bring us together in these in these uh, initiatives.
2: Yeah, and if I you know I, I will become a little bit personal. I think that Boston has been very generous to me too because you know the exposure you have to to all these people, to the ideas, to these events allows you also to improve yourself and. Uh, also to and in another way i came here in 2017 from greece greece was still in crisis uh, were issues and you know there is a, there is an atmosphere in Athens and then you come here and you see all this Greek American community, which is thriving in all the domains from digital marketing, media, podcasts, wine, uh, architects, uh, food, food distribution, uh, the academics. And, uh, and that's a huge boost to your morale. Yeah, I mean, it, it really inspires you, to, you know, to try to work and become better. And I really think that there are things that you can do here.
0: Well, as a, as a Bostonian, I find Boston to be a very unique place. Uh, do you agree because of the academic level of Boston, the international companies, just the whole way Boston is as a city? I find it to be very unique because, you know, I've been to many cities. You've been to many more, I'm sure. Do you find Boston to be a unique experience it, and a unique city?
2: It is in a, in many ways a unique uh, city. It is probably the most European uh, city of the United States, if we could use the word European. But it's closer. It's New England. Then it's very academic. And, you know, by having all these students, the professors, you know, it's a center. It's the Athens of America. It's a center uh, of a change of ideas. And, you know, it's also a center of a hub of world innovation. So there are so many ways that make Boston special and you know you have all these hospitals so you can have all the clinic, clinical trials and the biotech community which interacts with the uh, ICT community so and then because you know it's relatively a small town a small city compared to New York LA and this makes it a beehive I mean you can interact you know in one day you can have interactions with uh, people from all types of uh, you know yeah. environments and uh, and you can do things. I mean, this it's its cozy. So th- there is a high concentration of brains, of scientists, of entrepreneurs, uh, of special people. I mean, even if you, you don't need to be a scientist to, to excel, you can do something in trade and have a very special uh, result mm-hmm. because we are in Boston.
1: Yeah, very well said. Yeah. And I'm sure that there's a lot that comes across your table, a lot of uh, ideas, a lot of things that, that you mentioned that uh, you're constantly being asked to be a part of and you have to pick and choose your time effectively. But anything that you're recently working on that you might want to share with us that might be of interest...
2: Well, there are a couple of things. Uh, One is uh, all the events we do, the Hellenic Innovation Network. Right. So we have, uh, I'm a co-founder of the network. So we applied to the 2021 committee uh, so that all our 2021 events will be under the auspices of the 2021 committee. So we would like to have some special events, you know, hopefully in person or a couple of ones in person and not only webinars and that will try to showcase, you know, the best of our community. This is what we have done so far, but I think we can really try harder on the occasion of 2021. Mm-hmm. That's one thing. And then it's the celebrations for the 2021. And ideally, we would like to have a big celebration with the participation of the Prime Minister of Greece okay. in Boston, you know, within 2021 March, it will to be. It will be impossible because of the, you know, all the celebrations you do them in, sure. in, uh, in in Greece, and now Greece is moving to lockdown. Also, so it's. But uh, before awesome. the end of the year, it would be. It would be great to to have this. Thing. That would be
1: very very impressive uh, to have so, such such a, a of an event of the Prime Minister being here with us for sure.
2: Yeah, and then you know. Uh, a couple of different events i mean this this situation with covid-19 really derailed er- Everyone. I hope that you know in, the, in a couple of months we will be able to, sure. uh, you know, get over it and start uh, planning for the celebrations. But you know, my number one. We have been talking on projects and things, but you know, my number one priority remains, you know, serving the Greek community, uh, making sure that uh, everyone, you know, receives a response for their I don't know, military, uh, notary, or uh, I don't know registry issues. Yeah. Uh, and, you know. In, in in many ways we do better now than we did before we are much better staffed now than we were four years ago mm-hmm. uh, so yeah. I'm uh, optimistic about the future
1: excellent and I know we kind of touched on this before we started to get onto the podcast but uh, we want to maybe talk to you about your thoughts on food and wine
2: yeah so I think that um, first of all I, I have a you know how many tools do you have and means as console general to promote uh, things right. uh, you can go to events and participate you can promote through your social media i adopted a more drastic strategy okay Uh, whenever they invite me to an event where they don't serve greek food (laughs) and greek wine i simply don't go (laughs) Uh, and i i have made it quite clear to all kinds of organizers that you know my time is precious and you know if they want to have a dinner dinner With Italian wine, they can invite the Italian consul or the South African consul. They are great colleagues and I'm happy to do the introduction and enjoy with them their evening. But if you are a Greek uh, organization, the least you can do uh, for Greece is to promote the products of Greece. And Thanks. some persons telling me, okay, there is a two dollar cork fee. There is okay, maybe there is a little bit of uh, you know, but you know, quality has a price. And sometimes you you know, even support in Greece uh, may have a, a little price that at the end won't make any difference in, in anyone's good, good quality. So, yeah, you can, you know, make it known to everybody that I don't participate in any <laughs> kind of event where they don't offer Greek wine. I don't care who will be there. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> well, they, the sure least they can do Greek wine. is, you know, pro- promote the products of their country.
1: Well, oh, no, that's a, that, that, that point right there for me. Is I'm glad that you you say it in that manner because I agree. I've been to so many events over the last how many years, only to be disappointed that we're trying to support a Greek cause, but yet we're we're promoting other products from other countries or other brands, which just makes no
2: sense. And you know, you could one could say that 15 years ago, because Greeks were not good in marketing packaging, uh, maybe we were not as developed when it comes to quality. Right. Whereas now there are many labels; they are we have top top wine, we have found ways to uh, import it and to distribute it here. And I'm very glad that, you know, in most of the nice restaurants of uh, Boston, you can find one, two labels. And this oh. is important, and we can make them three and four. Oh. Uh, and uh, and I'm, I'm really glad because I see that there is this kind of positive uh, participation of, of the Greek, the Greek gastronomy and wine. And uh, the Greek restaurants, they are on the rise in Boston. Had yeah. it, if we hadn't had a uh, COVID crisis, there would have been at least two more restaurants in Boston. So this means more consumption for for Greek products and it's also an advertisement for for the country. Um,
1: Now, do you you find uh, differences uh, as the Greek energy here in the Boston New England market versus other cities that you might spend time in the U.S. as far as uh, how the communities work together? Do you find similarities? Do you find differences in Boston? Connection? Participation? Do you see any difference?
2: I, I cannot really compare but my my feeling is, and we have worked a lot on our Facebook page, that there is some sense of a, there is a sense of a community in Boston. And you know I know I know by name one thousand members of this community, maybe not one thousand, but six hundred. So I we know each other because mm-hmm. it is compact so and in specific areas, there is this kind of community which does not exist in New York. Ah. So maybe maybe in Astoria. Maybe somewhere else, but here I have the sense that we are a community, and I I receive these uh, ca- these comments even from from Greece that in Boston you are a quite tight uh, and uh, you know well knit community, and this is this is very helpful for me because whenever I want to do something, a music festival, I know I know twenty out. telephone mm-hmm. numbers. You anyway, know I can pick up the phone and mobilize some persons. If one cannot, the other will be able to come and help. And then if I want to do a wine event, I know that I can, I can have this, you know, two, three persons who can come and help. And then if I want to do something on Greek architects, I can mobilize uh, the Greek community at the Harvard uh, School of Graphic Design. Mm-hmm. And then you, if you want to have an event on COVID, then you have all these bands of doctors, uh, AI researchers from MIT. So there are some, you know, sub-communities inside the community And, you know, I'm trying to to bring them together and. Keep them close to Greece, uh, and uh, you know this is this is this is a function of, of, it, it, of It's network. a good
0: combination here because Bostonians in general are a very proud people. Bostonians love Boston, and I, I live. I split my time between D.C. and Boston, and never tell me anything about D.C. I don't care about D.C. Just talk about Boston, remind me of Boston, everything Boston, and then you have the combination of Greeks who are a very proud people. So take the Greeks who are proud and put them in Boston, which a very proud city and you get a very nice I would say mix of the type of people who are in this community and hopefully that's a benefit to everything that you're trying to achieve. Well
1: if I can add to that Ari I have to say that in the last three years um, that our general council has been serving uh, I've seen so many um, great changes and so many more mm-hmm. high quality events that it makes me feel proud uh, of what Serato has accomplished here in Boston in these three years. It's Absolutely. great to see that because we deserve to have these high level um events uh initiatives programs these networking uh, uh, initiatives that we've you know we've longed for I just want to commend you on that general council Stratos, Thank you.
0: And I was, I want to also say that I've met many of the consuls before I lived here my whole life. This is the first time I'm meeting you Stato, and you gave me a genuine sense of like a, another boost of Greek pride that I haven't felt in a while. And, and just speaking to you and what you are interested in and what you have accomplished, what you want to accomplish is gives me that feeling again. And, and it's great. It's a great thing. And we thank you for that.
2: I, I think that I'm just connecting the dots I was a troop leader of a boy Scout team so i I learned quite young how to organize and teams and uh, uh, and do these kind of things and uh, and I enjoyed it when I was a teenager and i I feel that I enjoyed uh, you know now that I'm in my 40s so you know, if you don't enjoy what you're doing, you won't do it well. And I'm, exactly. I'm really happy. I feel privileged that I'm here. And, you know, so long as I'm here, I would be really happy to serve this community because I think that, you know, what Greeks in Boston do can be a great example of, for the diaspora in the U.S., Greeks all over the world. I mean, you can... There are so many examples from which you, you can draw inspiration, uh, and we have accomplished persons in all types of uh, doctors, uh, the sh- surgeon Dr. Velmahos at NGAs, Then you have innovators. Uh, you have so many uh, successful persons that boost your morale. We had the longest ever governor of Massachusetts, Michael Dukakis, the senator mm-hmm. of Paul Tongas. So I think that uh, you know this community has to gain, it stays. I think that your initiative fits very well into this wider strategy and uh, and aim and i think that we uh, we need to keep up keep up building this narrative of of a greece that is changing and of a country that takes uh, you know advantage of the experiences of its most successful uh, diaspora which is the diaspora of uh, the greek american diaspora of the u.s
1: excellent excellent and speaking of enjoyment outside of what you do day to day to keep this going is there anything that that you can tell us specifically that you enjoy here in Boston or in New England outside of the Greek world
2: outside of the Greek it's really tough to get outside of the Greek world they don't let you, <laughs> do, you ever, but, like,
1: do you ever like escape
2: but I uh, I met a, a, a group of guys retired guys not Greeks okay who enjoy sailing oh, and wow. you know every summer It's we, I don't have much time but every summer we will go twice two or three afternoons we will sail in the in, in Boston Harbor, and oh, wow. uh, really nice, uh, you know, feeling to be able to, you know, get out of the harbor and uh, enjoy this nice view of uh, this great city
1: yes sailing there it goes hand in hand and before we let you go because we we definitely want to um be respective of your time is there any information or any to our listening audience we can provide to get more information for consulate services whether it be a website telephone
2: yeah the the website of the consulate is uh, you know if you google mfa.gr and then space and uh, boston you will you will uh, find right away the website of the Greek uh, consulate and uh, a Facebook you
0: know, page as well. Facebook
2: is probably, you know, the best, uh, the best tool we have. I've, I, I, I didn't have much stuff, so I focused on, on, on Facebook and this is how we built our community. But now we have also Instagram, we have Twitter. So uh,
0: we will share all of that information with the podcast and the video and wherever this is, we'll have that information posted. Yeah, there are
2: links and, you know, I'm happy to, Share all these uh, apps, but uh, you know we are um, we are here. I think the best way to reach us is by email: g r g e n c o n dot b o s at m f a dot G-R. dot b o s at m f a So because we may be busy, uh, we may have other people to serve. Sometimes you may not have time to pick up the phone, but any mail is there. Forward it to the person who will prepare your POA, your passport application, and we will take care of that. Uh, but uh, we are uh, we are here, and you know, call us or you know, send us an email, and we will like uh, we will respond
0: amazing
1: well I want to thank you for your time it's been a pleasure and an honor to have you on this segment this will not be the last time you join us but we'll definitely have you back periodically anything else on your end Ari before we let I just
0: want to say a, a very very big pleasure to meet you and thank you for everything you're doing and it sounds like you are going to be one of the good ones <laughs> so uh, no, no pressure no pressure I'm just saying <laughs> but thank you so much thank you well so much. it's
2: been a, it's been a pleasure Uh Cali- and everybody stay safe, you know, let's take the basic precautions. It's it's important to protect ourselves and our families uh, because it's going to be, it's going to be a difficult thing. Yeah, very well
1: said. Uh, uh, folks, um, thank you for, for, for joining us. Ari.
0: Thank you so much, everybody. Um, we will have this as the podcast and the video and you will be able to find it on the app and we will link all the consulate information and whatever your needs are, they are here. Thank you so much. Thank you, Stato.
2: Thank you. Bye bye. Yes, sir. Nice to have you.